Hello and welcome to Pastor Well. I'm Herschel York, Dean of the School of Theology at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. I'm also the Senior Pastor of the Buckron Baptist Church in Frankfurt. Pastor Well is a podcast dedicated to helping servants of the Lord be faithful in ministry. One of the ministries that pastors have to deal with is a benevolence ministry. What does that look like? How do we do? It's not really an exciting topic, but I will tell you that a benevolence ministry is often the ministry that certain people in your church have the greatest heart for. You dare not ignore it. Secondly, it's something that Jesus, I think, taught when he told us that inasmuch as we've done it to the least of these, we've done it unto him. But we all know God's called us primarily to preach the gospel. That's our ministry. It's the gospel. And none, none of us are really interested in turning our churches into a social ministry. Uh, a lot of times a social gospel is all social and not much gospel. We don't want to get out of balance, but we do want to care for hurting people, hungry people, people in need. How does a church do that well and in a balanced fashion. That depends really on where your church is, the kind of traffic you get around your church. <clears throat> so I, I've, I've pastored three churches. The very first church I pastored was right by an interstate. Man, uh, between uh, we were literally between the interstate and the courthouse. And between those two things, I just got a lot of traffic of people stopping by the office either wanting to get married because they got their license at the courthouse or wanting help with gas because they're driving down the interstate or they needed food. Also, your church might be in an inner city area, an area that gets uh, a lot of homeless people, poor people. Uh, depend, depending on where your church is, you might have to deal with this on a daily basis. Any church is going to have some of it, but if your church is in an area where you're encountering a lot of homelessness, a lot of poverty, a lot of traffic, you, you need to get a handle on it. So at Buck Run, we sort of divide our benevolence ministry up into two aspects. One is what I would call the ministry, a benevolence ministry outside of our church. We get calls every day for uh, people who need food. And we're never going to turn away people who need food. We'll give food to anybody. We don't, as a practice, give cash. But if someone calls and said, we've got a family of five, we don't have groceries, we're going to give them groceries. We're never going to let anybody go hungry. And you might say, yeah, well, they're calling five other churches and doing that. Okay. I would rather be fooled by somebody and help someone who didn't really need it than I would to not help the one person who really needs it. Now, if the churches in your community will go in together and come up with a plan where you have one point of clearing those people. In Frankfort, Kentucky, we do this. We have an organization that all of our churches, liberal, conservative, in benevolence ministry, it really doesn't matter. We'll partner with anybody to help hungry people eat. So we have an organization that it serves like a clearinghouse. And so anybody calls one of our churches, we're able to take their information, their phone number, their address, and then 
we've got a way of checking it with all the other churches to see if this person has indeed gone to every church asking for the same thing. And this way, we're, we're able to help those that are truly in need and not help the same person 15 times at 15 different sources. And we cooperate to do that, and that works well. But once we see that you know this person really does need the help, our building superintendent every day prepares food boxes. If you come to Buck Run on a weekday, you're gonna see sitting by the back door boxes of food with people's names on them and they've called and said they need food and they've been told to come pick that up and we're going to help them we have a certain budget to help people who need to eat our deacons administrate all of our benevolence funds our pastors do not do it Uh, this is one of those things we think this is a great ministry for our deacons and our deacons meetings at buck run are Often uh, they talk about the benevolence, how much they have spent that month, who they they helped, how much is left in that year's budget. Does the church need to come up with some more money because the needs have been extraordinary? I can remember in 2008, then again during the pandemic, there was a spike of needs that happened and we responded. You know, we we did what we needed to do. But those those are, you know, our ministries to people, we really don't see them. We do our best to share the gospel with them. We give them tracts. We try and witness to them to the degree that we can. A lot of times they're they're just interested in their food and going, and that's okay. The principle that I believe is that it's still good to help people even if I'm not going to get the opportunity to share the gospel with them. Now, if I can share the gospel with them, that's what I really want to do. But even if I never get to do that, or even if they never trust Christ, it's still good to help people. Even if all I've done is give them a positive view of Christianity and Christians, maybe someone else at some other point is going to get to share the gospel with them. And they go, you know, Christians have been good to me. So that's our benevolence ministry outside of our church. Within our church, though, okay, now we do more. And we, our, our deacons administer this as well as our staff and our, especially our business, uh, our executive pastor. He is really involved in the needs of our members. So let's say that we have a family that's in our church. They're faithful, maybe a single mom. And she can't make her rent that month. Uh, Buck Run gets involved in, in their lives. We find out what their genuine needs are. We don't give money uh, in the hands of people, but we say, okay, uh, give us the address of your landlord. We'll run this check by or we'll pay your utility bill. They can't make it. We take that check and go pay their bill. Uh, we buy clothes for their kids, depending on what the need is. And sometimes we'll have members that hit a really rough spot. Now, because we're involved in their lives, sometimes we're able to discern whether or not the need is because of their mismanagement. And that happens. There are people, they've got steady jobs, but you know they're buying lottery tickets or they're, they're just mismanaging stuff then we would ask them to come through our financial training that we offer them. We have, and we have people at our church 
who will take them through classes, teach them how to have a budget, manage their money, and help them balance their checkbook and learn what they need to do to manage the resources that they have. Uh, but after we initially help them, and we feel like this is a management issue, if they will not agree to go through our teaching so that we can help them not duplicate the problem, we're probably not gonna help them again financially. Our offer will remain open. If you want our help, you've got to accept our teaching. We wanna help you not keep getting in this mess. Other times, there really is a crisis. The loss of a job, uh, a single uh, a man leaves a woman uh, and leaves her alone and she's facing all kinds of crises. We had a, a single mom a few years ago whose uh, teenage son went to a, a camp at a university in the summer. It was like a computer camp. And the students were allowed to swim uh, that evening after their classes were done. And somehow, with a lot of people around him, he drowned in that pool. And this single mom did not have the money to bury him you know, we stepped in and we, we helped her pay for that funeral. And not only did we comfort her in her grief, but we did what needed to be done. Uh, I will tell you the flip side of that is years later, the Lord blessed her with money and she helped pay for stuff in our new building. She remembered what we had done for her and she wanted to bless others uh, by giving. And we see that come full circle, that you know, you cast your bread upon the waters and it comes back to you. But it's a great principle. So our, our deacons and our financial team at the church helps people in our church. We, we teach financial principles. We help them balance their checkbooks, manage their money. If they need, if they're short and we need to step in and help them for a while, we do that. We ascertain the real need. We help people adopt. There are a lot of financial things. That's all part of our benevolence ministry. But within the church, it looks very different. Within the church, we, we step into their lives. What's going on? How can we help you long-term, not just put a Band-Aid on, on this issue? And the, the Lord really, really blesses that. I would encourage you to teach your church to have mercy ministries, to think beyond just you know who you are. And again, the more you're in an area where they're, is a need for a lot of mercy, the more you really need to pay attention to it. To be honest with you, we're at now a point in our culture where churches and pastors who believe a biblical view of sexuality are going to be hated by the community often and will be ridiculed. More than ever, we need to show that we love them and that we're not just wagging a finger at them and pointing their face and telling them, only that they're sinners, but that our arms are open to them, to love them, to embrace them, to serve them. It, it, it's good to do good, even if we're not going to get the opportunity directly to minister to them. Uh, all of these kinds of benevolence and mercy ministries help us get a platform for the gospel. And ultimately, it's about the gospel. We want people to see that we really have been changed by Jesus and because we love Jesus, we love them. Because we know Jesus, we want them to know him. 
And if we can serve them through a benevolence ministry, it's gonna help us pastor well.